Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Did you guys hear that? I, I heard something. What? Did anyone hear it more clearly? It sounded not dead. Someone. They need to get to the tower. Someone somewhere. I don't know if you can see something, but... All I can see are undead, and I feel terrible saying this, but I think we just have to go. I guess so. It doesn't. It doesn't sit right with me. I, I heard them. We we got to keep eyes on the prize, though. We will hope they know how to get to the tower. We will hope we can get to the tower. Off and to the right of this room, there is a single desk. There is a letter, but what catches your eye is a figure slumped over beside the desk. I I rush to this person. It becomes clear that this person is deceased. To whom may find this letter? The Arcane Brotherhood is not lost. This beacon of hope is meant to guide you to our location. Find the Arcane Brotherhood in Icewind Dale. There's refuge there. A place where the undead have slowed and cannot keep up their unrelenting force. Macoth the Crimson. Oh shit! Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Amy Moore. Ah, uh, yeah, she, her, and I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Maxted. She, her, and I play Yen Bolnuri. Also, she, her, a Kalishtar cleric. And Tom Laird. He, him, and I am playing Tulgir, who also goes by he, him. And we're joined by a lovely guest today from the Broadswords. We've collected them all at this point. It's Kristen <laughs> Flemons. Yay! Gotta catch them all. That's right. We got the Broadswords. <laughs> yeah, I'm Kristen. She, her, and I will be playing Agath Godlast Kathlo Olavi, the Goliath fighter slash cleric. I'm into it. Also, she, her. <laughs> Excellent. If that's not so a many letters. There yeah. is just yeah. so many There's letters. There's like dashes, epistrophe. Oh, yeah. It's wild <laughs> up in here. You're going to have to pronounce it every time exactly <laughs> the way it's said, okay? Be a lot of, hey, you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and new girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where we also don't pronounce things well is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, uh, where when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. And I'm going to do my best to pronounce their names right. Cause, no, uh, but don't, because then you just set yourself up for, you know, where you've we really, this is a catch 22. Right. You either do it right. Ruining and, a theme. Yeah. 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 So no pressure. There's no way I mean, you can follow succeed. follow your heart. Okay. Well. <laughs> This one's kind of hard to mess up. Newt Bootsma. Thanks, Newt. <laughs> Newt Thanks, Newt. Also, those are fun syllables all in a row, <laughs> Super aren't they? Super fun. <laughs> they really are. So you can join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And now, fuck it, let's play. We see you three soaring through the air on your magic carpet, going high above the spine of the world. And down below, we see a soul figure on horseback riding equal pace to you. You break through the mountain range after four or five days of travel And before you, you see this shimmering rainbow wall. And at the base of this wall is a horde of undead. (laughs) That's right where we left Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, sounds... There it is. Checks out. This is the darkest timeline, people. You got tricked by the rainbow wall. You thought, that sounds nice. Camera panning down. Still nice. Still... Oh... No, not nice Magic anymore. carpet, rainbow wall, person on a horseback. Come on. Flying demons are crashing into this wall <laughs> and shimmering in like 
pouring, or like, you see tears beginning to form and them trying to crawl through. You bring your carpet down and land beside the rider and just take a look over the site before you. And then we hear a heavy pounding knock at the door. And we find ourselves back in the tower of the Arcane Brotherhood. The three of you are getting ready your gear. You've had a few hours of good, solid rest. As you're getting ready to leave to Icewind Dale, where you have been directed, this heavy knock comes at the door. Ooh, I, I don't know. Are we, we expecting, expecting anyone? anyone? Ah. Oh, you two are vibing. Jinx, you owe me an ale. So, thinking like, someone selling cookies or like... Can, can anyone see through a wall? No. Hmm. No. Should we just... Hey, who's there? Good one. Yeah. Again, again, tell gear. Louder. Louder. Uh, hello? I want to crack the door just like a little bit and do that thing where you brace your foot along the bottom so that no one can shove it in. Like a jerk. A large hand with pale Goliath-like skin does reach through the door and start to shove it open. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Strength contest, please. Oh, well, that's, it's gonna that's gonna be. Be a, You can do please it. Please don't kill me by opening a door. <laughs> um, That's a 13. <laughs> I didn't roll so, great. So, sounds about right. Um, 19, then. You're just, like, sliding against the door. <laughs> You're comically pushing me back. My shoes are, like, skidding Along the dusty floor. I'm like, Very calmly, not like anybody? urgently, just like the door needs to open. Like I'm not even there. Mm-hmm. I may not have noticed you. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens a lot. And uh, stepping through the door, you see a very large Goliath woman. She is probably getting close to eight feet tall. She is... Um, quite strongly built not a surprise perhaps that she was able to push the door open that that simply um and fairly mud streaked um probably some hints of dried blood uh at various places in the furs and armor that uh she is wearing um a a fine panoply of weaponry attached to uh shoulders back hips uh and she just steps through the door my footing slipped. This floor, tiny pebbles all over. Who are, who are you? Sorry, before you close the door, uh, there are demons and stuff outside in case you want to bring anything in. Yes. Um, <laughs> so before she closes the door, she holds it open for a few moments longer, uh, and a gigantic horse uh, comes in behind her. Um, this horse is... Pale to the extent that it's almost translucent. Um, You can see blue veins and almost its musculature through the skin, sort of in like a creepy deep sea creature kind of kind of way. And its eyes are this almost sickly yellowy green. And it sort of like snorts and huffs and uh, she slaps it. Uh, on the butt a little bit to get it to move all the way through so she can then close the door. How big is the space in here now that... It's a, it's, it's, it's like it's, a grand it's lobby. A, it's, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's a cool. Because yeah. I was picturing something a little bit smaller of like, wow, that's We're that's all like cheeks like, to piled in the elevator. Can't yeah. even stand up because the yeah. eight feet isn't high enough. <laughs> yeah, no. We're in, we're in a large... These are ten foot ceilings. Yeah, it's fine. Large grand chamber of this massive... Um, okay. Yeah, massive cathedral room. And she'll just sort of take a second to, like, look around at uh, uh, the group of you. Um, and uh, as you ask her who she is, she's Agath. Gesundheit. And you? Um, I have so many questions. Well, I mean, let's start with the basics. Uh, I'm Tulgir. I'm Yenbel. She nods at each of you. Well, I didn't want to give my name, but now I feel weird being the only one who hasn't said it. I'm Thea. You do seem slightly weird. Yeah, 
well, I mean, says the eight foot tall person who came riding in a translucent horse. Uh, Who, like, who are you? Not your name, but like, who are you and what are you doing here? I seek answers. This is the tower. Arcane Brotherhood. The beacon. Yes, you're, you're in the right place, but unfortunately, no one else is here. We have also only just arrived, and we will be leaving soon. And what is your business here? Much like you, we came for answers and some assistance. Good. Well, where are the answers? Do you know to whom we should speak? Or a library, or... Well, we do have a lead. Are you... I don't know, this is going to sound stupid, but the whole world is completely fucked up. Are you a good person? (laughs) I am not a demon. Okay, that's a good start. Yeah. That's a good start. Would you like to... You go. No, you go, Yenbok. You go. She's just looking back and forth between the two of you. Uh, how do you feel about Orcus? Oh, that's a good question, Yenbo. Poorly. Oh, yes. Okay, yep, yep. That is, that is a good answer. Are you maybe looking to change the world back to the way it was, perhaps? I'm not sure I believe such a thing is possible. But were the gods findable, I would be interested in that. Or, if I could bring punishment to Orcus, I would be interested in that. Well, it kind of seems like we're all on the same team here. Wonderful. We can get going, then. Yeah, we're headed to Ice... Nev- Ice- we are going Icewind to Icewind Dale. Dale. Ice, that's the one. We found a letter, and that there's a refuge, or... That is where we are going. I... But there is nothing here in the tower. Correct. Uh, I think she just sort of turns around and punches a wall. Um, Oh. Briefly. So many dead. And nothing here in the tower. You have checked. We have thoroughly checked. Well, there's one dead guy upstairs. Pretty good sweep. Uh, Yeah, dead guy upstairs. And that's where we found the letter. Mm Mm-hmm. The letter. By the beacon. Yes. To go to- there was a letter from Makoth the Crimson explaining about Icewind Dale. Are you are you ready? Do you do you want to take a sweep of the tower first? Do you Yes. I must see. Wanna go punch the guy upstairs? Perhaps. I mean, okay. How long has he been dead? Oh, is he wow. very rotten? Well, he's, he's pretty- not rotten, uh, but he has been dead a long time. Yeah, pretty gross. And do you know who he is? No. And what was in this letter? Just instructions about going to Icewind Dale. Well, you can read it if you like. I would I'll like. give her the letter. You look at the letter and it says, To whom may find this letter? The Arcane Brotherhood is not lost. This beacon of hope is meant to guide you to our location. Find the Arcane Brotherhood in Icewind Dale. There's refuge there, a place where the undead have slowed and cannot keep up their unrelenting force. Signed, Makoth the Crimson. And does that name ring a bell for Agath at all? Yeah, you would have been coming because you likely had contacts or at least knowledge of some people in the arcade so yeah the name definitely would ring a bell maybe not somebody you met but Mm -hmm. through um i mean i'm sure it was a real big story of how the decimators of dragons saved her (laughs) from an ice dragon's lair a tale told across the land (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one lasted 20 years yeah (laughs) um but yeah you would have uh you would recognize it i would like to do a quick sweep of this building if you have the time to spare, but 
I would not object to joining you in Icewind Dale if that is where the Brotherhood now is. I'm I'm happy to wait. I think we could use all the help we can get. Also, can I can I touch your horse? I would not recommend it. He is sensitive and has a foul disposition. Oh. Does He's he also totally have a gonna name? touch your horse when you leave? Trezraxis. Trezraxis. It's real mouthful. That is a strong name. I call him Rax. He dislikes this. <laughs> Look, sounds like you two have a, a, you know, a strong bond. Search the castle. It's complicated. <laughs> we'll take care of Rax from a distance. From around a corner, you guys hear Donnie, but you see a red pseudo dragon zip out from around a corner, like carrying as many dry crackers that he could find. It's like, I found enough food to last at least me for like 20 minutes. So that should be, oh, we have friends? I think sort of instinctually she goes for a weapon and then. Oh, oh, it's all right. He's with us. Donnie, get in here and I open up my pouch. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's just going to pile the crackers in here. We got a new friend? Yes. Okay, cool. Horse has a real good vibe about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to hide in here. You would like to go off and search the building? Yeah, I'm just going to do a, a quick scan for for anything. I think, you know, the idea of uh, fighting so hard to get here and then having it be empty is just a little hard to swallow. So sure. she just needs to see it for herself. You want to make it past the foyer. I get it. Um, are there any... Um, Aside from people, is there any um, thing in particular that you might be looking for? Um, Any sort of writing, uh, any sort of like maybe, you know, what she would really like to know is what the F happened to the gods and where are they? And why the fuck aren't they here? Um, So anything relating to to that. So writing... um, pictograms, diagrams, stained glass things that might have hints, that kind of thing, or, or I don't know, magical portal that'll come take her to punch Orcus sure. right in the teeth, maybe, something like that. Right. Um, okay, you um, you go off. Do you leave the horse uh, where it is? There, there's like an elevator that takes you up. <laughs> he kind of does what he wants, so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, horse horse stays, um, but your, your new friend, Agath, uh, walks off and back down the hall. I want to try to make friends with the horse. Okay. You're welcome to say what the horse does at this point. <laughs> I, I guess I roll, roll an animal, animal handling? handling check. <laughs> <Yeah>. Maybe that <laughs> sort of. Oh, it was only a 15. Okay. Oh, it's not I so think... bad. Well, no, but I mean, with a plus 10 animal handling, I was expecting oh. <laughs> something a little more Fair. exciting. <laughs> But I rolled an Amy, so it's fine. He is very moody and part demon. So um, he stomps and sort of shakes his head and huffs and doesn't quite attack. But you do notice that as he huffs, the breath coming out of his nostrils starts to get like this greenish, acrid like look and smell to it. And like you can sort of like feel... Like as you try and get closer, it kind of like burns the uh, inside of your throat as you're breathing. You kind of like sort of like if somebody's cooking um, really hot chili peppers and it just like um, yes. just like gases I've done out that to the myself. whole room. Yeah, it's sort of like oh, suddenly yeah. like okay, oh wow, <laughs> oh this is a good boy. <clears throat> it's gonna be a good one to have on our team. <clears throat> Tulgir turns to Yenbol. He says, "Did you uh, happen to scope all those weapons?" Yes, this is a very impressive person I'm very happy to have on our side if she's on our side. So so tall, so strong. Down not, you know, not down with Orcus. So that's that's right away that's a plus. It has been so long since we have seen any creature not immediately trying to kill us. It's refreshing. It's why I was a little standoffish at first, you know. We've been burned before. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. 
Plus, I mean, she just kind of really just manhandled that door with you behind really it, no just problem. Pushed it yeah, and you, you know, just slid on the floor. Though, it was it real, just real slick. And then Thea starts to like scuff her shoe, like where it was, trying to recreate how slippery it was, even though it wasn't. It's not slippery at all. No. In fact, you can't scuff them at all across the yeah with your own strength. <laughs> uh, dust blew in, and it's made you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it happens Whatever. to the best of us. Kind of rolls his it. eyes in the background. <laughs> we uh, follow a goth uh, back down this hallway, and it it um, the first hallway that you walk down it it follows the outside of the tower um, in almost a circular fashion uh, for quite a ways before coming to a singular open door, probably because the uh, the other three would have been uh, coming and going from it. Um, which leads into just a small box of a room with a series of lights on the wall. Hmm. Are they like magical lights? Yeah. Yeah. She can tell. She knows magic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I roll some kind of like history or arcana check on what they are? Would you Would you know how an elevator works? No. I don't think okay. those are very common where she's from. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> She's going to spend a lot of time, like, <laughs> I didn't prepare detect magic, but... Uh, you can definitely roll an arcana, or or even, like, a history, um, because you would have okay. uh, gained some knowledge little, of the tower itself. A little bit better at history, but that ain't good. Okay. Uh, that's a ten. So you stare in this room for quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> what would a goth do, not knowing exactly what to do, in order to get movement? Shield up. Slowly approaching, very cautiously, stepping back a bit, itching forward again, considering casting a spell, but deciding against it, gonna take out maybe like a a lance, (laughs) just make it really awkward and like start poking things with the lance. As you poke like one of these lights, it illuminates brighter, and then the door begins to close. That is very nerve-wracking. Small spaces, not great, but... Uh, and then vertical movement starts. I think she's very motion sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is all we're doing for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Yes. It's just I want to hear I got this on the elevator. Like, pressed against the back, the wall, like doesn't take very long and then the movement slows and then comes to a stop and you hear a small ding and then the door slowly slides open and you're on an entirely different uh, there's an entirely different hallway ahead of you yeah she's gonna take full like stealth like crouch like creeping forward at a low crawl out of the doors very quickly in case they are like closing again Uh, gonna maybe prop them open with something uh, sure. And yeah. then, like, very carefully, very like hunter in the woods style, make her way down this hallway. Yeah, it's a dimly lit hallway, um, and there's several doors along the way. And as you look in, kind of the first one, it looks like what were at one point living quarters. A lot mm-hmm. of the sheets and beds have kind of been tossed. Uh, personal items seem to be have been cleared off of shelves. There's the occasional um, non-important like book or um, journal that's been like uh, scrawled in in a couple pages but as you kind of flip through some of these um, there's no real information regarding uh, the gods or a portal or anything it's all just it seems like all before information when people were living happy lives hmm so does it look like this place has been abandoned for that long then? Like 10 odd years or? Not 10 years, I don't think. It looks like it's been, like dust has started to like really pile up on shelves and stuff. There appears to be fresh footprints. Um, but what you you can absolutely deduce is that they, they match the three that you met downstairs. On this floor specifically, you don't find anything else. Um, mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say it's been abandoned for anywhere from between one and three years. Okay. Are there stairs or is the elevator the only way to traverse? Yeah, as you walk around, the only way you find is this is this dinging It box. is the way. 
she'll like scowl at it and kind of grit her teeth and like, you know, just sort of do a sequential. She's, I think she's figured out that the button, how the buttons work, no okay. longer requires the lance. Still deeply suspicious, does not like it, does not like this experience of moving like under something else's volition, but uh, will scope the rest of the tower in the same way. Yeah, you go floor by floor uh, until you reach a floor about midway up this series of lights and the doors swing open and you find that there are no footsteps leading out. Okay, more promising. Which leads you to believe that it was a room or at least a floor that was missed by the group before you. We are not thorough. You walk out and into this, what looks more like a a large cathedral. Um, Okay. And you do see um, along the walls which are the the swirling beacon up on top illuminates these um, stained glass windows. And um, in them are just backdrops. From the looks of the room, and as you kind of go around, you see that there are like placards beneath all of them. And they have the names of, at the very least, the lawful gods. Um, but in those stained glass images, you do not see those gods. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I will. I will sort of like uh, do a full circuit of all of the the windows and and the cathedral space. And if there is nothing else to find except the gods' continued absence, then I will eventually make my way back down. In the meantime, I feel like my my lovely horse uh, <laughs> may have Rax like snacks, so he may be trying to muzzle his way into that bag to take some of those crackers that be went flying past. Super excited about it, and is just feeding him all these crackers. Like, hey, <gasps> hey, those are my crackers. Hey, You'll no, be fine. get You'll it away be from that. Get I'm it away from that demon beast. Donnie, you know how important no. this is to me. They're my crackers. I found them. You walk around the corner as this is happening. Yeah, I, they're I feel mine. Like it's <laughs> fine. Rex is like just sort of like friend. snorting and like baring its t- his teeth that uh, <laughs> the pseudo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I can snort and bare my teeth too. Hey. Oh, you got something there, uh, right? Yeah, it's, it's cracker. No, it's not. Okay. Stop snorting. Uh, no. Get in the bag, Donnie. Fine. You're embarrassing yourself. Your horse is a menace. Yes. That is the point. Did you find anything that you were looking for? I simply found that here too the gods are absent. What gods specifically are you looking for? Well, any of them would be nice, but... Yeah, fair enough. Eldath and I once had... Well, I was once her cleric. Before. Being a cleric was not a thing anymore. Right. Well... Let's go kick some Orcus ass and find some gods in the Arcane Brotherhood? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm still feeding crackers. (laughs) (laughs) They're my crackers. We have only arrived here not too long ago in this time and place. In this time? Yes, we were, I guess, in in the before times. We're from the past, but isn't technically everybody from the past? No. Well, if you think about it, though. Well, turns out these ones were fighting a lich, and then they essentially didn't realize ten years had passed. You say that like we lost track of time. In a floating pyramid till here. That's not what I meant, but just from the time they went into the flying pyramid and the time they came out, 10 years everywhere else had passed. Not a lot of time had passed for them. Hmm. And the 10 most terrible years. And in all of this, I had not even thought to consider that the gods had all disappeared. You are a cleric. I am. Were. Are. I. 
Was? For whom? I follow the path of the light. I have a a spirit, a quarry spirit called Ithgara. It is, I think, somewhat different than a cleric. Here I am from Kalimshan and it is different, but I, I have a spirit who follows a god. And your magic, have you used it since you lost ten very bad years? Yes. And it... Did it not destroy things around you? Only the things I was intending to destroy. She cocks her head and it doesn't... For us... The clerics who are not from the past do big, air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) When the gods disappeared just before the war, our magic remained, but the gods were not here to fuel it, and it draws its power from the earth around us. Every spell I cast has a cost, a direct cost, of the life force of those beings around me. This is not your experience. Do you still have connection to your god? I look at my traveling companions assuming they will jump in and say something if i have been draining their life force while we have been like oh i look at them have i have i been hurting you oh no, no i'm but I'm okay. uh no. i assumed everybody knew about this of course that was a dumb assumption on my part it's hard to remember what has happened in 10 years to mention it that's true. There's a lot. A lot. And the world is ended. This is a lot to remember. My power comes from the dreaming dark. This is different than following a, a god. So perhaps that is why I can still access my power? Perhaps they are not banished. I do not know the dreaming dark. But I do know that whether it is living creatures or plants or just the earth itself, each spell I cast draws on that life force a little more and the time the earth has left grows shorter with each act of magic. Mathia, are you not able to restore the earth a little bit as we have traveled. Like this much. I I, I draw my power f- from the earth itself, from nature, and I don't know, maybe given more... Well, there's not much earth or nature left. I'm, I'm only able to revitalize, I guess, a small portion. So sh- she'll look at... The group of you, sort of like in a stern, like matronly manner almost, and be like, you do not cast frivolous spells here. Cast only with the utmost need. I do not cast frivolous spells. Good. Didn't you try to make just a leaf green? That is not a frivolous spell in you the gave dead away world. My, you gave away my cracker. Johnny, I swear to God. This is a lot of information to try to process. Perhaps, perhaps we should start our travels. Uh, we generally go by carpet, but you and your beast will not fit on the carpet, I don't think. Oh, but I bet he can run fast. <gasps> Who runs fast? I hand him another cracker. He's 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 really warming up to you a lot. <laughs> well, I got. I, I think Agatha's kind of watching this. Like, huh? Hmm. 
<laughs> I'm gaining a friend in the horse, and Donnie's just hating me more and more in my bag. <laughs> Why I gotta gonna get that horse while it sleeps? Does the horse sleep? It is a demon. It does not sleep. Motherfuck. So, so your horse is fast. Could probably keep up to a flying carpet. How fast is your rug? Out of character, it goes sixty feet. Like its movement is sixty feet, which mm. is probably horse equivalent. We will be fine. <laughs> Russ is waving it's away. Nothing, it's nothing crazy, though. Well, if the horse starts and goes If a magic carpet <laughs> and a demon horse both leave, <laughs> we will be fine. Well, I suggest we go. Yes. Yeah, no no time like the present. Yes, there is nothing more for us here. You all climb aboard your transports and break through the door into a swarm of demons. Love it. Welcome to the middle. We're here and we're excited. And we're winners. It, winners. Kind of. Honorees. No, not kind of. Honorees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, always in our hearts. Always. Uh, no, I take this as a total win. Uh, I'm going to turn Amy's mic up there. Oh, so I'm real sh- hot. I mean, you are. Hey, hey, you are real hot. It's true. It's true story. So is our podcast on the Webby Awards. Yeah, the Webby Awards. Uh, we we entered them, and we got, uh, got an honoree, which means we get a plaque that we get to put up on the wall. <gasps> a plaque. I mean, that's pretty awesome. A plaque, yeah. guys. It's and amazing. And we can share custody of this plaque, and it can spend summers with us, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> we, can, we can go kind of like in a like three-month rotational I don't want winters period. with the plaque. There's nothing to do. You're, yeah. well, but you're always inside with <laughs> the plaque. You get to see the plaque oh, all true. the time. Yeah. So, okay. see, yeah. This is really just a win for you, Tom. I like hmm. it. I'm, I'm on board. But we wanted to brag a little bit, but also say thank you for listening to us and for being here and for supporting us and doing all that crazy stuff that you do on the internet webs to tell people about us because without that we wouldn't have a plaque to share yeah we would have just been nominees well Ugh. nominees is actually better than honorees so oh, we don't yeah we would have yeah. just been nothing we would have just not been mentioned at all we would have been like you you know what we would have been like we would have been like facing fate who didn't even get an honoree or a little baby show Aww. yeah it's just <laughs> it's too li- it's not its time dungeons yeah. put in its time i feel like next year next year will be facing fate's time yeah. we won't even enter dungeons yeah we will okay maybe we will we'll see how it goes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, we got uh, details about that somewhere. Don't know. Probably in it's the description. In, in the description, maybe oh, or yeah, on our socials. There. Follow us. Yeah. Follow us on the socials, like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Did we tell you that we're back on Instagram? I didn't know we left. Well, Russ has been gramming all over the place. Nah, uh, yeah, no. Well, we are, and I do it uh, sometimes. That explains that. Hey, yep. <laughs> that sounds like how we do things. Yep. <laughs> Instagram.com slash dumbdragoncast. So come join us over there. There's probably a picture. We'd love for you to see it. Okay. That's the end of this middle now. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. And we cut back to the base of the spine of the wolf. You see before you this horde of undead and this rainbow wall that looks like it curves up and back towards the region of Icewind Dale. Is Spine of the World, like, it's a the range. name of a mountain? Okay, yeah. good. That's what I thought. Good for me. And we're just, we're witnessing, like, a dome of protective magic? It appears that way. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it appears to be blocking out um, these uh, these demon creatures and undead creatures. Um, but it does appear that some of them, the harder they hit and the more that hit in one place, are able to at least break through the curtain a little bit. You haven't seen any get through, um, but it does appear that they're weakening in some spots. And how close can we get? Like, is it is there energy coming off it, pushing us back, or what? how do we interface with it? Or yeah, are we? we so good-hearted that we're just going to make it through no problem? That we can just fly through? I don't know. How, how, how do you want to deal with this? I don't know if the horse will make it through. I'm worried about the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I would like to fly close and see like what we're dealing with. I don't want us to get like rocketed back. In fact, since I can fly with my special boots or however I was able to fly, fly before, I think I just can. I think I just decide to. 
Wait, but now maybe that's a spell. Fight? Can, can you just <laughs> Is that fly magic? now? Yeah. Well, I mean, do we have clarification on if Yenbol, Yenbol's magic is the same? We don't. You have nothing clarified beyond yeah, what Agath has told you. Maybe flying on the magic carpet is destroying the world. Who knows? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if only there's a lot of magic the in this carpet, world, like greenhouse gases. Yeah, I mean, air travel is notoriously uh, one of the biggest polluters there is. Lazy yeah. sons so of bitches of just walk that are already. Just terrible. Um, <laughs> we should fly close and see if we can get through because we are good people. Yeah, I kind of want to touch it. It's pretty. Let me re-describe. Yeah, like so you've landed like at the base of the of the spine of the world. So then there's like rolling foothills and then swath of undead and then rainbow curtain. So we're just right. a little up overlooking yeah, like, this horrific scene. Yeah. Yeah. So we just can't stroll up. We've you, taken I, a moment I mean, you could try. to confer. Yeah. You you yeah. So this is where okay. we landed you at the beginning just to be like holy fuck. Uh, I have I have a question for you, Agath. Mm. You keep saying that uh, Rex is a demon. This wall uh, here seems to be repelling demons, or maybe undead, or maybe we haven't seen any demons. I don't know, but it's repelling things. Is that is he going to be able to get through the wall? I do not know. He is technically half demon. Perhaps okay. that's enough. Are you going to be able to ride through this horde to make it to the base of the rainbow wall? You do. She does like kind of smile a little bit and sort of like loosen the mace on her shoulder. <laughs> All right. I like your confidence. Do do we just do we just try? Do we know that Icewind Dale nailed it? Is <laughs> on the other side of this rainbow wall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you all have general world okay. knowledge of where regions are. Yeah, we've seen maps. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look like from here there's any areas that might be like easier to get less through? populated with the creep the hordes of undead and that you could maybe choose a more advantageous path? If you one of your flying friends were to elevate themselves Mm -hmm. Um, you would see that it appears as far as the eye can see that there are undead but this seems to be like a large cluster like it's a there's a pathway that cuts through the spinal world which which you were following along and it seems like this is where a lot of them have come out and just kind of congregate and they're slowly spreading out Mm -hmm. Um, there is a cavern farther to the east uh, where some of them appear to be like dropping off the closer they get to it. Um, and it does appear to thin out more to the west. Um, if you decide or anybody decides that they want to fly closer to it before just charging it, I could give you more information, <laughs> but I'll leave that one up to you. I want to run at it hard like platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> um, y- Yenbo can fly up and get closer because, yeah, in theory... She can just fly, so... Thea's gonna take out guacamole and get and get on her It's back. not what you think, Kristen. <laughs> oh, it's my, it's, my, it's not more snacks, surprisingly. <laughs> I was gonna say, Rex's ears from, perk up. Yeah, from, <laughs> from her bag. It's loose, though. It's loose guacamole in my bag. <laughs> just a handful just a of fistful, guac. Yeah. It's oxidized. Fistful of guac. It's really, yeah. Just a fistful of yeah, guac. All That's all it is. Oh. Um, sorry for that visual, everybody. Uh, no, my jade serpentine owl. Um, I say, guac, I need you. Uh, and a giant owl with a saddle... A big snowy white owl appears, and I'm, and I say, you know, like if we're all on the same carpet and we hit this wall and we all Drew, go down, point. like I think maybe now three separate units going for it might be a good idea. Maybe I could go for it first. If I fall off, you guys could catch me on the carpet. <laughs> I mean, we can certainly try. I'm just saying, yes. I think if we're all putting all of our eggs in one flying carpet, we could end up with an omelet. I will be flying 10 feet behind everybody. Fair <laughs> enough. Just to let you know. If we go to the west, 
there is fewer demons, we could try to flank around them and then approach the wall. Okay. Sounds like a solid plan. Let's hope it's not a solid wall. I've been giving Tallgear carpet flying lessons, so he can yeah. totally drive it by himself. And I'm now. pretty good. Yeah. You we've been taking turns because we've been traveling by carpet, so it's like kind of exhausting. We have to like trade off. So we don't can... you control it with your mind, though? Mm-hmm. So are you like making him so. seem like he can do it? <laughs> You're doing a great job, Tallgear. I grab the corners and I'm like. I'm almost positive that is not true. No, okay. Spoken, think, spoken directions. Verbal, yeah. Spoken directions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not tied to Yenbull's okay, magic. Right. It is. It's whoever's sitting it on is, it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It has it has its own component to it. It's just it. generally magic. Yeah. Right. Because you can rent magic carpets. Yeah. Or oh. could in the in before the darkest time. In the before yeah. times. In yeah. the before times. Before when times. you could like go to a movie theater or like Jerk. Yeah. This is yeah. really just a commentary on how life is right now. Go. I know it feels <laughs> like that. And thanks for bringing that to our game that we play every couple That's weeks. Right. Why would I want to avoid that in my fantasy time? <laughs> I don't. I want to live in the darkest in timeline. It. How bad could it be? All right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So you uh, fly or ride off to the west. Everybody roll stealth. And are you charging it or are you going close, seeing what you can see, and then charging it? I think the latter of those. Like, we'll get around the zombie (laughs) horde, see what we're dealing with, and then, like, advance. Got it. Yeah, scouting. Scouting run seems yeah. like something you do when you know how to survive. Um, does Rex need to roll separately? Um, yeah. Doesn't he the rider a big old horse the in horse armor? He's a big uh. old horse. In, I mean, I would roll one. Base, I mean, you're basically rolling for the horse at this point, I think. Because you... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should I roll for guacamole then and undo this roll that I did? No, you have to keep that roll. Okay, <laughs> I'm singing as I. <laughs> um, does Rex Going have on sta- a scouting just, mission? Just use your stealth if Rex doesn't have stealth. My stealth. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then that's actually a 19, surprisingly, for the Goliath on the armored horse. I mean, you're battle hardened. Like you not your first. Time. This isn't your first time. <laughs> um, I also got a 19. Ooh, I got a 16. Uh, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs as I fly. I love the feeling of the wind in my hair. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, I've missed riding I have, my giant snowy owl. I have a plus Whee! I have a plus two, so it doesn't matter. Wait, wait, wait. Aren't you lucky? I'm so I'm Wasn't somebody s- saying they were gonna I'm be lucky? So lucky, Kristen. That Kristen is here to remind you how lucky you are. I'm going to take a lucky action. Thanks, Kristen. They never remember. And what I they rolled can do. a twelve, which is now fourteen, which is like That's thirteen times better than better. what it was Years before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen. Okay, it will say you all make it to the west, um, where it begins to thin out. Like it's like, you know, four or five undead deep, rather than like fifty deep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Easy piece. It's like petering off. As far as your scouting mission, Yenbull, I assume, like maybe you are flying close because you're the most controlled. Sure. Um, okay. Um, you know, well, a big owl, not as controlled no, as an individual happening. deciding where they're flying. I mean, I do it like Superman, but weirdly, like I'm Jesus. Like, huh. you know how he flies? Like, yep. You know. Uh, I'm sorry. Does Jesus fly, Carla? Sure. <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> I mean, I don't, this is probably not the place to get into that. Um, <laughs> Depends on no, your denomination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes Jesus flies. Flies in a Jesus-like position where okay. Jesus, you know. Yes. No, now not I get it. Jesus when, when flying like flying position. down after he's done something You know when it's really like being how, yeah. a, a yeah. Christ analogy yeah. yes. like that. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Okay. Yemble, you Jesus fly over to the wall. <laughs> um, and uh, the closer you get, you can begin to see through the veil. And you look down around uh, the ground and you see like more hilly and some like rocky terrain. Um, closer to where 
the mass of the horde is, you see that there is like a a guard or a sentinel group positioned higher up on a on a rocky cliff face. And as things are kind of tearing through, you see arrows loose towards them. Um, so you see th- probably three or four people, uh, humanoid people. How far are they from me? Or how close can I get to them through the wall? I mean, you're probably would have had to go down a fair ways, like 200, 300 feet. Yeah, so I'd have to go back to where that mass of undead is to be closer. If you wanted to draw their attention, yeah, you'd have to make your way back that way. And there are flying things more present over there that you haven't, fortunately, tripped. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna file that away. Okay. Well, I guess I'm not gonna file that away. I'm going to tell my friends. I think I can do that psychically. Ooh. Oh. So I don't need to come down. Look at all this frivolous magic, Kristen. Jeez. But it's not spells. <laughs> These aren't spells. Now they're paranoid. I love it. We were paranoid but to Russ, begin it's not with. A spell. Russ. <laughs> it's just an ability that I have. Um, yes, I can I can speak telepathically. So I share this information that there is guards on the other side, back down, you know, all that stuff you just said. Yep. What can I see kind of where we are through? Just rolling hills? Yeah, the, the rolling hills just continue. There are a couple cliffy, cliffy rock faces. That's a, that's a thing, right? Rocky cliff faces. Beautiful. Rocky cliff I love faces. it. It's evocative. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> are the cliffy rock faces verdant or are they dead? Is there living things on them? Uh, yes. There appears to be life beyond this veil. Okay. I'm going to kind of go back to where my friends are. On the other side, the hill, there are trees and life. Really? It, it does seem to be some kind of refuge. Okay. Well, we've got to get in there, obviously. <laughs> I mean, we did before, but well, I sound like a drug addict. Guys, we just gotta, <laughs> just gotta get I just to the need green. To fix. I need to fix those sweet I trees. Gotta get, I gotta get to smell that sweet grass. But yeah, we should probably. Like, did it? Was there anything else you noticed? Like, so you said that there were guards there. Yes, but not not close here. So, they are protecting against breaches, but I don't know if we will count as a breach. Should I just go try to touch the wall? I, uh, yeah, I guess there's only really the one way to find out. I agree. I'm going to try and touch the wall. I'm going to follow behind her and not touch the wall, but just be there in case something horrible happens to her. Well, what if I blow back and you need to catch me? Sure, it's, for it's, sure. It's nice of you. Yeah, I'm <laughs> concerned. Just, I gently just reach out my hand. Okay. You reach out your hand and you feel like a warm glow the closer you get to it. And like I said, you at the closer you get to it, you're, it, it becomes more translucent, less like just rainbow colors floating through. Um, and you feel like you've gotten to a point where you should be touching something, but you are moving. You continue to move forward. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep moving forward if I can. Yeah. Tentatively, You slowly move through until like this, this color begins to envelop you and then you break through on the other side. It's cold, like frigid cold air. But it's clean air. It's crisp. It smells fresh. I turn to my friends to see if I can still see them or they can see me and we can... Yeah, sorry, Thea, as you gone up, you too would be able to see through, and you see Yemble proceed through this wall and, like, turn around to look towards <laughs> do we, and beckon. Do one of these and yeah. wave to each other? No, just just beckon, like... Okay, then, um, well, I, I fly back to a goth. They, they made it through. I don't think anyone shot arrows at them. Do you think you can get through the undead extravaganza down there? I've seen more extravagant extravaganzas. Yeah, you have. I am optimistic. I'm uh, I'm happy to help if you if you think you need a hand. I on the other side have dug into my bag and I'm getting all of the clothes I have with me because I'm from the desert. And Leosin did warn me that I should bring some warm clothing and uh, boy do I need it. Now you're layering I'm up. Not equipped for this. 
All right. Maybe we can hang back and if a goth, do you need us? Would you like us to like help clear the way with you? Are you a go it alone kind of gal? I would not deny any compatriots the joy of battle. Okay. Let's let's do this thing. Into the horde we ride and also fly. <laughs> With that you take off down this cliff face and charge toward the horde. I assume you're going to let a goth kind of lead that charge and then very much yeah. so because if there's trouble then we can come in and help okay. and if not Great. I just want to be like ready with my bow and arrow. Yeah. How are you, are you just charging through with your horse or do you have a weapon drawn? How are you breaking through at least the first few undead? Um so building up as much speed as possible on the way down, sort of hunched over Rex's neck, sort of uh sitting high in the saddle, shield on one arm, I'm going to pull the mace in the other and like stay silent as long as possible because I think they're sort of focused on that the yeah. wall. Just um, like that. But yeah. at the last minute, I think, you know, the joy kind of overtakes her and she'll just like let out a giant scream as she like just barrels into them. And I mean, he's he's a charger. He's a, like a half demonic warhorse. So like we trample the first few for sure. And just I'm just going to like it's like playing um, T-ball with the mace. <laughs> Heads. Okay. This massive horse and Goliath are charging through and heads are flying. And then you see a goth reach the wall. And it begins to light up. Not It didn't Uh-oh. do this when Yemble charged through. Like the horse hits this wall and flames begin shooting out and around. She continues to charge forward, and Yemble, you see like this horse, and Agath, you would see it too, like the flesh begin to bubble. And you feel like you hit like quicksand. Like you slow a lot, and you feel the undead grasping for your horse behind you and kind of pulling through with you as you are continuing your momentum as much as you can through. And Yembol, you hear the whistling sound of an arrow flying through the air towards you. Dungeons & Dragons, Season 2, Episode 82. Starring Amy Moore as Thea Amastasia, Carla Maxted as Yen Bol Nuri, Tom Laird as Tulgir Heavyfoot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. With guest Kristen Flemons as a goth god lost Katho Alavi. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, Eric Houlihan, and Ray Serbeck. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can also follow us at facebook.com slash dumbdragonpodcast and on Instagram and Twitter at dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. I want it like... Amy wants to have some like uh, Rick Grimes-like questions for her. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how many people have you killed? Sure. (laughs) No, but I can't can't think... Right? There aren't enough fingers. Um, Are you... I don't know. This is going to sound stupid, but the whole world is completely fucked up. Are you a good person? In the background of all of this, can you have, like, the elevator doors close, get stuck on whatever she has, ding, open, back up, close, jam on it, ding, open, back up. Was anyone else picturing, like, when Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, when they go to the mall and all the historical figures are, like, amazed by the mall? Because that's what I was picturing. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect.
I didn't even remember I was a cleric. <laughs> Hold, please. You were the one who said you were a cleric at the beginning, and I was like, damn, I didn't say my character's pronouns or what she was or does. <laughs> what she was or does? What yeah. she was or does. Right? What she was or does. Elf druid. Go. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Tom didn't say it either, only I did. because I, I know. And then I apparently forgot. Jump back. Who the fuck is this? Now we're back again. Yeah. I see what's happening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Really Tarantinoing this, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want there to be any question why you had to bring this character along. Character's already there. It's true. <laughs> I like yep, it. Perfect. How we get there. It's just is up how to you us. said yes, not if you say yes. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Magenta Presents, a new horror anthology hosted by me, Madame Magenta. We begin with the five-part miniseries Ghosted, starring Beth Eyre and Lucy Roslin. Perched on a rain-battered cliff edge is a former lighthouse. It's a charming, quirky boutique hotel. Owner and sole occupant Beth has spent months renovating, absorbing its essence into her bones. It's an old building. You'll get used to it. But to Beth's horror, her first guest is a figure from a past she has tried to forget. Kira? Beth? What the fuck? Face to face for the first time in years, the pair must reckon with old mistakes, old grievances. Beth, speak to me. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up! And something else. Oh, I can't bear it. What is that noise? Because the lighthouse has a past, too. Beth, he's right there. Why is there blood on your hands? We need to get out of here. Kira! (laughs) Kira! I can still see him! (laughs) Subscribe to Magenta Presents wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon, fans of the esoteric. Bye! (laughs) Magenta Presents.